Chapter 1. Citizen Erased I'm sitting in the middle of a large, green-felted oval something, and I'm anything but comfortable. Light shines too brightly, and I'm surrounded by what appear to be shells. The chitinous husks of insects, perhaps? These shells slide against one another with hollow, flat sounds and dig at my backside as I shift my weight. I put down a hand to steady myself and find that I am squatting atop a mountain of poker chips. Some appear to be made of leather, some are bone, still others resemble glacier ice etched with runes. Most, though, are black as sin with a golden apple winking at me from the center. I'd guess that hundreds, possibly thousands of chips form this pile. As I pass my fingers over the tokens, they cascade over one another like coins in a dragon's hoard. The billion-watt bulb overhead blazes, obscuring the finer details of anything more than an arm's reach away. And yet, I know exactly where I am. A house in a neighborhood well off the Strip, where the stakes are higher than any you'd find on Las Vegas Boulevard. Eris's house. And that's how I know this is a dream. Not because I have some quibble with being in the home of a Greek deity, but because I know the bitch doesn't live here anymore. I watched her leave, having been run out of town a destitute wreck with little more than some furniture and a sour expression. And Marius. From beyond the nimbus of silvery light, Eris's voice rasps with anger and impatience. Miss Sharp. Those two words trigger something in me, a mixture of hollow shame and fiery rage. I've been here before, not just in this house, but in this position. Okay, maybe not literally, but figuratively. I'm a bet on a table with Eris glowering at me, but things are different this time. Well, Catherine, she asks pointedly, do you have the chips? I peer through the too bright haze and find her golden eyes glittering maliciously. The rest of her features come into focus, a series of pale crags and jagged edges. The face of Eris, the avatar of discord. Do you have the chips? She demands again. Trying to get me to replay the game you've already lost? I ask the dream. I should wake up, but whatever anchor keeps me in this place holds fast. We remain at the table in some mocking tableau of actual events long resolved. Do you have the chips, Catherine? Fine. If that's how it's going to be, I'll play along. I shake my head. Nope. And I don't need them. Eris crosses one bony knee over the other and rests her elbows on the edge of the table. She takes her sweet time flipping open a Zippo, breathing a cigar to life. Exhaling a blue, wispy ring, she asks, Are you quite certain? I don't answer to you anymore. You don't own me. As the goddess chuckles mirthlessly, smoke sweeps from her nose and mouth, further obscuring my vision. Who does own you, cat? A new voice asks. The mist parts and I see a broad-shouldered blonde man, In one hand, he holds a deck of cards. His arctic blue eyes meet mine with a weight of honesty. Perhaps pity, too. Gazing down to my left forearm, I see the rune, the letter F with its stems on the diagonal. The Norse symbol Ansu's gives off a glow the same color as a midwinter sky. To the untrained eye, the rune is little more than a tattoo, but to me, and any who roam in the circles I do, it is more. The mark is a brand. My brand. I am cattle bargained and lost by Eris in a single game of poker some eight months ago. The old anger rises in me, and without answering the dealer, I pop up from the table. I don't have to play this game. We're done. I spit at the goddess. I'm done. With games. With you. And my soul might not be mine, but this is my dream, and I say we're finished. I turn to leave only to find myself face to face with a satyr. 
The point of his sword, not nearly as wicked as the blade of his stare, whispers against my belly. Marius glares at me from behind waves of his glossy black hair. Locks have come undone from his ponytail as if he's just emerged from a fight or, or more adventurous sport. No, it's not sex, it can't be, I remind myself. Marius and sex are mutually exclusive and have been for centuries. Marius emits anger in hot, bitter waves. Do I have your attention? He asks with a simmer. Though I know on some level that he cannot be standing here, he left town along with Eris. The bottom of my world drops out, and I'm left with a hollow pit where my stomach should be. The dream swallows me, and the only reality I know is the accusation in Marius's leaf-green eyes.